I had this fantasy the other day. Oh. I don't know if, well, it's definitely a fantasy, but I was thinking about how cool it would be to have um, Brandy's guitar twin guys, Tim and uh, Phil, mm-hmm. right? Have them on the podcast, but then have them record a new podcast theme that we could use. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Yeah. Not that I don't like our theme or our theme song for the podcast. I think it's wonderful, right? But uh, we, we could always change it up, and I would be more than willing to change it up if uh, what's their last name? Hansroth, or do you know how to pronounce it? Oh, yeah, Hansroth. 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 Anyways, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm like they're not gonna do it now. Why did you have to cut that part out? <laughs> but that would be cool if we got a new intro for the podcast um, from them. Yeah. So if anybody knows those two guys, feel free to. Uh, like, Brand, Brandy could play a guitar on that have you heard, intro, have you, or maybe like she, you've she, seen she that could woman, sing right? something like too. Like yeah, the that'd be all right. Like it. Oh, I'm okay. sure they could figure something okay, out for okay. the energy as the I'm podcast. I'm not going to be able to talk the rest of the day. I'm just going to think of that as a possibility <laughs> and say, "How can it get any better than this?" Yes. <laughs> so if you're tuning in and listening, this is a, a brand new episode that you are about to listen to, and. The only thing, well, like outwardly, the only thing we ask you is that you share the podcast, but like secretly inwardly, like I want you to share it and tell people about it. I want you to like, like it on social media and post about it every day. I want you to go to our website, energieslovepodcast.com and, you know, just send us like $10 a month. That's really easy because you can just do that via PayPal at the website that's secretly what I want you to do. But outwardly, we're like, oh, just tell somebody about it, right, babe? That's right. That's, that's all. Yeah. Just pass the word along and mention the energies of the podcast to somebody. And they can, in fact, find it anywhere that podcasts are available. So brand new episode 160. You don't have to look. I just to pretend. Look, you know. okay. 159, 60, maybe 158. Well, now you got to look. You can't just do that. Episode 150, 61. Okay. You keep throwing numbers out there. It's just me out. Where are we at? We are at, it is going to be 160. Really? 159 was Survival of the Sexes. Yes, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. And this is a good episode. What did we get into, babe? We got into bubbles and confusion. And you really got to hang in there while we flesh out some thoughts because yeah, it we really does bring it home. not. Yeah, we bring it home. It's a ride and you're not sure what's happening. And then everything wraps up beautifully at the end. Yes, and it did. It really did wrap mm-hmm. up beautifully. And I'm excited. I thought that this was going to be one of those episodes where like, oh, fuck. We shouldn't have recorded today. I don't even know what I was talking about. But then we somehow managed to bring it all home. We did. And we started the episode with breast talk. Yeah, a lot of boobs, a lot lot of of nipples. Nipples. So there you go. (laughs) Sit back and relax and enjoy another wonderful episode. (laughs) I love you. We're so silly. (laughs) What? Well, now I got to show you. You got shy? Yeah. Cute. I'm like, I said nipples. I shouldn't have said nipples. That's okay. Maybe this episode will just be titled Nipples. <laughs> Free the nipple bubbles. Free the nipple bubbles. Bubbles of nipples. Bubbles of nipples. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a visual of that. Nip bubbles. Nip bubbles. Nip bubbles. Nip bubbles. Nip bubbles. Nip bubbles. Okay. Anyways, folks, enjoy another episode with Stephen Craig. Here we go. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. That's what I sound like? (laughs) You don't sound like that at all. (laughs) I think think you think I do. You just realized my reaction was like, danger, danger, Will Robinson. I don't think you think you do. Do you think you think you do? (laughs) Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> There's times when it is incredibly easy to confuse you. That's not a bad thing. Where, I'm not where, like... Yeah, uh, where are you going with this, babe? I'm not saying that in a negative way. She's so dumb. No. <clears throat> it just cracks me up. I'm sorry that I picked the loud bottle. That's okay. How, like, how so? Give me an example. Where <clears throat> where do you, Where is it easy to confuse me, sweetheart? <clears throat> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <coughs> I'm having a stroke. You need to uh, <coughs> call that one. Call. <laughs> um, 
What did you want to start the episode with? What did I want? You wanted to. I was going to ask. You wrote things down. It was stuff that we were talked. I We've talked about so much. I don't even know why I'm grabbing my phone like I pretended that I wrote it down. I don't ever do that. You don't write anything down? No, because it's so intense at the moment that I'm like, oh, I'll remember that. And then when it comes time, like. You got to write stuff I down. Know. Is this going back to helping the part where it's like, it's so easy to confuse you? No. <laughs> Heavens no. That doesn't at all justify what I said earlier. <laughs> giving you a snarly face. You, you wrote write. stuff down. So I also had that in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, you wrote stuff down. We had a good conversation this morning that we should have had on the podcast. Do you remember what that was? Nope. Me neither. Seriously? Exactly. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. I remember thinking, and I think I even commented. I thought it too. Yeah, and I don't remember what it was. I'm not a jerk. No. Yay. You and I, I have a hard like time remembering things. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> no, I refuse that. No, thank you. I what do you think? Do you think, because like I've heard, <clears throat> I was about to say, I've heard people talk. I have talked about this before. And you, I'm sure, have heard me talk about this before. This is fun. The idea that our brain continually develops and evolves and it doesn't mm -hmm. reach a point when it stops the developmental process, that it's an ongoing process, right? Yes. However, I feel, uh, I don't want to say dumber, but I feel slower. Like I feel more wise. I feel like I'm full of wisdom, but I feel like my brain is slower than it used to be. Do you really think that? I don't know. I think that's like, a, um, sorry. I think that honestly is tied into a little bit of worth because you are not, you are not slower. So I think it's like when you find ways to attack yourself on all areas, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm slow enough that I don't recognize your slowness. So I'm like, <laughs> no, baby, you're so smart. <laughs> you're so fast. Like, I don't know. I, I think, I believe that's how you feel. But I don't, that doesn't, well, the I, reason, it's confusing to me. The reason I ask it is, do you think that our brain stops and then starts going downhill? Sometimes. At some point. Yeah, I think guys definitely have moments where their brains check out and they're like, dirt, dirt. we think this is a good idea. You know, those toxic men and all. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can like feel your coming mm. off. I uh, I was going to tell you before we recorded, and then I thought I would just save until we started recording. What? <laughs> Did you get it off? <laughs> oh, yes. That she's picking, she's picking something off of her microphone. Sorry. Okay, good. Go. Did you get it? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm topless right now. Woo, woo. I am oh. recording topless, and I want to encourage you to record topless as well, because now in the state of Utah, women can walk around topless. That's right. If you go turn on that heater, I'll totally record topless <laughs> for you. So but that I was am the... cold and I don't want to knock you over with my nipples because they're cold. <laughs> Kick you off the chair. Do you want to tell listeners why women can go topless in Utah now? Well, I'll give the crude version because that's honestly all I have. But there was <clears throat> a big movement that was taking place called Free the Nipple. And again, if I offend or... I hear, that's not how it went. This is the best of my knowledge. And it is limited to that. But to the best of my knowledge, there was the free the nipple movement, which is saying that nipples are nipples. Guys can have their nipples out. Girls can have their nipples out, which I 100% agree with. Um, two women decided that this was going to be something that they were going to make even more passionate about. And they decided to sue and won. So... I wish I had their names right now that I could say, you ladies are awesome, but I don't. So you ladies that, from the information I have, it was two. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Whoever made this happen, uh, they won. It. I guess it could still go to the Supreme, but it hasn't. But that's okay. We have a, never mind. I was going to, I was going to get pretty, pretty rude with that. With our Supreme Court. And discuss the disgustingness in the Supreme Court, but I'll let that go for now because we were talking about positivity and the fact that women get to have their shirts off when it's hot, as do men, and they don't, like, how is men's nipples okay, but women's are dirty? You know, bullshit. We feed babies. And whether you do or not, like, nipples are nipples. It's not, a, it's, I feel like when I say, um, when I give compliments of what women do with their breasts, 
it therefore means um, women have the right, but men don't because they're not as worried. And that's not what I'm trying to say. So I don't want to do that. I'm just, it's, it's trying to gra- gain a little bit of edge in a very uneven playing field is why I do that. It's not to put men down and say you're, you're, your nipples aren't as important. I'm not doing that. It's just like, we want to play too. That makes it sound sexual. I'm ruining all of this. They're like, this is why women can't have their boobs out. This is so fun. I like watching you try to describe this, (laughs) explain this situation. I think it's great. And I'm excited for it. And I really hope that Keep talking. I'm just closing the windows. So we don't have to listen to the goddamn <laughs> I hope dogs. That the adjustment period is okay for a while. I hope it doesn't last long. And I don't know how much boobs are going to be out, but you know, I worry that as much as they've had to be hidden, and women aren't going to have issues with boobs out everywhere, they'll be fine. And I know boobs aren't going to be out everywhere, but like I do worry about the guys, and not so much of. Oh, the mindless Neanderthals. and What do you worry about the guys for? I'm worried about them when they're driving vehicles and they see boobs to not like run into other vehicles. They're just going to automatically have an accident. I, I don't think like I know they can think. I'm not saying like they're not responsible if they see skin, but it's going to catch their attention, especially the like the juvenile boys just learning how to drive. Like, yeah, those boys <laughs> should not be in vehicles or even on like barely walking. So, I think that's a safe bet. But even at that. They're going to definitely run into something. But you, you mentioned that it'll start to get normal. So whenever it's acceptable for you to for guys to be out without their shirts on, it'll be acceptable for women to be out. And it'll start to get normal. But for the meantime, yeah, I think there's going to be some traffic accidents. So <laughs> the, hopefully not. I think you're and then leaving, it gets normal. You're leaving some big parts out of this story. Well, let's go. Um, this took place in Colorado. Okay. I'm sorry that I did not say where this took place. Not Colorado, in Utah. please forgive me. And because the Western states... Apparently, the country is divided up into different jurisdictions for Ninth Circuit Court or Twelfth District Court or some other form of court. Whatever, um, we're not we're not courtmaticians here, but um, Utah falls into the same geographical jurisdiction as Colorado, and so when these women. <clears throat> sued, uh, I'm assuming the U.S. government or the Colorado government or somebody that, I think they got in trouble for the free the nip thing. And so then they battled it and argued against it. And then it made its way all the way through that court system. And then, see, now I feel just as silly as I'm sure you did as you're trying to explain it because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, but you have so much more information, which proves my point about the traffic accidents that are going to happen because I'm sitting here with boobs and I'm like, yeah, so cool. We can do that. Well, that works. And you're like, uh, I don't think you have all the information here, baby. I really looked into these breasts going to be out everywhere. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell and you the, the districts and the courts and the thing. <laughs> it's boob lady one and boob lady two. Oh, I just minimized their experience. A little bit. <laughs> Same story. I, was, I am sorry. And then I was a dick for acknowledging it the way that I did. Um, I didn't say that. Oh gosh, no! Now women can <laughs> see. It's going, easy to confuse me, huh? They're not going to get in trouble if they have their shirts off, but, which is so asinine that people were getting in trouble for having their shirts off. Correct, but we don't know all the logistics of it, so I don't want to be like, "Oh, we heard this here." Like, there's got, there's going to be. So we are in Utah after all, so people are going to have some conniptions, and I can already see the church. Losing their minds. Yes. Yeah, especially when somebody wants to go up there to uh, Temple Square with their shirt off. <gasps> if you ladies want to do that, I'm in. Just reach that would out. Be so much okay. Fun. Like I am in for all the all the standing with the fring of our breast. Anybody wants to include me in the podcast, I am there. So you said earlier when you were talking about the free the nipple movement or whatever it was or mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's not a past tense thing. I think it's still probably a thing. I just had these visions of like shirts with the nipple holes cut out (laughs) rather than because it's like if we're just freeing the nipple, that's really easily accomplished. But it's really it's freeing the chest and the the ability to bear your chest as opposed to just the nipple. If you look at swimsuits, Mm -hmm. right? 
Because if where a guy can walk without his shirt on, girls can walk with just the swimsuits, their mm-hmm. swimsuit top. So their bikini top. So that's still the acceptable. And they can have an itty bitty teeny little top, just a little bit of coverage that just covers the nipple as long as you can't see the nipple. So once you can see the nipple, it's like, oh, that's true. Oh, like God. Strip clubs There's here in Utah nipple. have the whole Pasties. pasty things where can't, you have to cover up the nipple. Can't look at the nipple. That's so weird. It's beyond so weird because like a pasty over a tit is way more sexy than would be just a a nipple sticking out. Like imagine if strippers had shirts where their breasts were covered except for their nipple. (laughs) Men would not go to that strip club. Well, men would be like, that's a bizarre, weird strip club where they cover up their tits and just have their nipples poking through their shirts. And that's weird. I'm going to go alter my shirts. It's going to be nipple headlights. How funny would that be, though? I never thought of it that way, I guess, because maybe, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make me. any sense. I don't think there's any, I mean, yes, the nipple plays a role in the breast, obviously, um, an obvious role, right? But mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from like the strictly sexual standpoint, I mean, there are people that are like all about the nipple and have like a nipple fetish yeah there's people hearing that like i want to go to that strip club right there definitely would be and more power to you um but i think it's a the totality of it so by <clears throat> blocking out the nipple you still have some arousal whereas if we block out block out the breast and only leave the nipple i bet the numbers would go way way down of yeah, the men that would think that that would be a thing and how many women are gonna like the women are gonna have to be strong through it which luckily we're good at but even like the swimsuits that I was describing, if you wear that to a beach, the teeny tiny ones that just, you're a slut. You're an attention grabbing whore. You know, it's just, it's not okay. Or by God, you don't have a perfect body and you dare wear that, then you're too fat and you're all of these things. So there's so much detriment that I think, <clears throat> I think women, oh, I wish I could like walk the talk here, but I am scared, um, need to really grab that. And hold on to it and have that as their, like, they have to own it, even though they're going to have a ton of backlash coming at them because (sighs) it's so hard. Do you think we'll start seeing topless women at public swimming pools? I hope so. And I don't mean that as in all the guys are like, yeah, me too. (laughs) I just, I think it's important, you know, and I don't know. Maybe I'm way wrong. Maybe they're supposed to be covered up and, oh my God, it's sinful, shameful. I just, I'm willing to be wrong about it, but I don't think I am. So yeah, I hope women get to, I mean, shit, guys can wear Speedos, right? Yeah. So. I don't know what that has to do with boobs. I'm but. thinking about less coverage. <laughs> I guess my brain, I should have went, because like you think about bikinis mm-hmm. and that there's less coverage, but guys can wear itty bitty Speedos and that's still a ton of skin showing. Women can wear anybody, you know. I know, but then it changes with the top off. So that's why I was trying to, like, hear arguments that weren't going to make sense, but would definitely be had. I don't think there is an argument that makes sense. Like I said. I think it's totally okay across the board. I am listening to you. Okay, tell me how I'm not. Don't forget it. You think it's okay (laughs) across the board? Uh no, I, I see what you're saying, like other people's arguments uh, uh, in, in opposition to this. Baby. I'm just going to hold my stone. Okay. Um, I think it's really a silly point that is even an issue. This, for me, is a non-issue. I could care less if women walk around with their shirts off. Just the same that I care less when men do it. It doesn't bother me either way. So I think it's silly that... It is an issue in culture and society today. However, <clears throat> I don't think we're going to see any uh, bare breasts anytime soon in the state of Utah, whether it be at the swimming pool or the park, or it's not like suddenly next summer, we're going to be driving through our neighborhood and the neighbor two streets over is going to be out front mowing her lawn with her shirt She off. might be. She might be, but I guarantee she won't be. She might be. Like I said, I don't think we're going to see any... Of this take well, place in I Utah. Hope so. I hope so. So how can we, <laughs> I was going to say, how can we, uh, like, why do you feel that it is such a important thing? Um, I feel like anything that'll give women the ability to 
not be minimized is an important thing. To not have to be shamed or feel shameful or feel less than or something that they have that is just like something somebody else has, but there's, they're wrong for it or they're wrong for show, like any of it, like anything that puts women on the same level. And that's not saying that men and women are the same. I'm, I'm not saying they're different. There's differences and those differences are beautiful, but I'm talking about value and the value is not, um, I don't feel there's difference in the value. The value is just the same. They're both equally as important. And so anything that will change that dynamic, change that scale and balance it out, I am 100% for. Do you want to change topics? Or do you want to keep um, going down the rabbit hole of <clears throat> free the nipple breasts? I don't know what else we can, like, we can keep going. If you got more for it, then I'll have it with you. No. Do you remember we had the, because we have, we've, we've been talking about this since we saw the little silly news uh, blip that came through on social media and stuff like that recently. But the whole like, when is it appropriate age wise? Cause that's a big factor. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a thing for me. Like, um, there's so much ingrained in, in your brain, you know, where I'm like, if I'm around adults, around adults and just, I would feel comfortable. I would be okay. We've been around adults in situations where clothing is optional and it's fine. It's comfortable. But if there was all of a sudden a child, then I would have a hard time being like, everybody has nipples. I would. And I realized that that's just like the dynamic and that's part of the shift that needs to take place. But in my mind, it's like, ah, you know. Yeah, it's hard. And then I think also about our kids and <laughs> I'm like, free the nipple. Absolutely. Oh God, they don't have their shirt on. You know, how would that, or <laughs> our poor, our poor son, you know, he's not gonna, it's gonna, he's, <laughs> his attention is going to be hard to get after that. It's, he's going to be very focused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he's, not, he's only going to be paying attention to two things. Yeah. Nipple one, <laughs> nipple two. <laughs> so like the, I don't, I think it was the morning so we were know. talking about it when, we drop them off to school and then we're driving down the road and there's two teenage boys running mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they're like part of the track team or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just out uh, running in the morning before school mm-hmm. and they're running with their shirts off. Mm-hmm. And they were teenage boys, mm-hmm. like probably high school age, my guess, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, sophomore, juniors in high school. Mm-hmm. So then we thought about it in the sense of like that people drive by and don't think twice about it. And like, that's not, I mean, that's something that people don't even pay attention to. They don't even acknowledge or see, right. Those kids probably ran past a bunch of people that didn't even recognize that they were there. Mm -hmm. But if you put two teenage girls, same age for range out and just jogging along Mm -hmm. with their shirts off, they would definitely be noticed. They would definitely get draw attention. Um, It would be an issue. True. It would be an issue. And it does make me, unfortunately, realize that that's something that's scary because there would be some people that aren't there's sexual predators out there and i feel like that's more of a risk which is bullshit because we shouldn't be afraid to be ourselves just in case somebody might want to attack us you know fuck off they're the ones that however i also feel like that argument i'm not sure how deep it is to get into because all you women out there are probably thinking this at the same moment of, no, that hurts. We're not going to be jogging without a brawn because they, that hurt, that hurts. So maybe just walking down the street, maybe just walking. So if they're walking down this, oh God, I don't know. It's so, it's going to take some time. It's convoluted. It's so yeah, like. It's so silly too, right? And I'm thinking, what area are you in? And <sighs> Like how nice would it be if we could just flip a switch? Where it wasn't an issue anymore. Yeah. Where we would treat it the same way that we treat the two teenage boys running down the street where we didn't even think twice about it, right? Yeah. Or even like young kids, um, like you can imagine, like imagine, you know, six, seven, eight years old running around in the sprinklers in the backyard or playing on the slip and slide or jumping oh, yeah, on the trampoline or something like that. I that's already just fine. Right? Mm-hmm. That you say that's just fine, but... If it was my seven-year-old, I mean, obviously, 
like I guess that age is a little bit more. Or yeah, if the neighbors or if somebody could see them, then I would be like, oh my God, three, cover them up. Like two or three year olds were okay <clears> with. But then there's like, it's a weird fucking thing where there's an age and it's different for everybody and it's different for cultures and it's, but it's, there's like an age where it's very clearly, okay. This is no longer acceptable. No longer acceptable. Yeah. And then like fast forward when you're 90 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you want to take your shirt off and garden in the backyard or something that also has become like, whatever, we don't care. Yeah. Nobody's going to take, waste the time to try to go tell grandma to put her shirt on. grandma knows what's up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's um it's definitely not an easy answer it's not a quick fix and it's not something that's going to it's going to be an effort it's going to be a process to get through and find it's not even fine with the balances it's just because i don't think any any kind of trying to find what the balance is is really limitations and still putting confinements around it so until it gets to the same level of acceptability for women and men, then like it's going to, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, it's going to be a process, but I'm glad that this is a huge step and it's been taken. So how wonderful is that? And then we just get to keep figuring it out. Do you think, ugh, do you think it will get to a, a normal place at some point? Um, I hope so. I do have hesitation to say yes because I think of how controlling um, certain aspects are here in Utah. Yeah. That I think uh, there's no way they're going to allow this. But I really, really, really hope so. I think that we'll probably have some form of like, because uh, they have a pretty strong um, LGBTQ community in utah and in mm-hmm. salt lake city and they have a pretty big gay pride festival march yeah. um, parade every year so i could totally see some form or fashion of whether it's in conjunction with that event or that time period or even a completely separate event where we have people marching and walking uh with their shirts off and their chest bare. <sighs> yeah but that pisses me off why does that piss because you it off? has to be in the city and open like all these rural areas aren't like it doesn't like i'm great for the city keep coming but it needs to happen in the rural areas as well and same with the lgbtqai all of them um it needs to happen in the rural areas as well it needs to be just as acceptable whether you're in a small town or a big city so it makes me sad that oh maybe that'll be okay if you're if you're in the city maybe that'll be all right then and only on a certain day can you do that it's acceptable for you then bullshit. Well, let's I get angry. Let's we could do this in Utah. We could form some sort of coalition and we could travel around to the rural areas of the state with a large group of people just to march and parade through Main Street of Podunk, Utah. Yeah. With their shirts off. Just to try and normalize it a little bit. Yeah, and then the the people of those small communities could come out and join in the March when we brought it to their town. Yeah, but how does it continue after that? Because that's still the one day, even though it is bringing it to the rule. Like, how does it, like, I want it just to be normal. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking about going to work with your boobs out and going shopping. Well, guys can't do that either. Like, they have jobs. You have to, you know, wear whatever. So I'm just talking, I'm not talking 100% boobs out all of the time. Lifeguards. Lifeguards. <laughs> a lifeguard should be able to as well. And you're going to need to hire more lifeguards for a little while. Construction workers. Why not? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just saying the same. This bummed you out. It did. How come? Because I kind of feel like you're like, I don't think you are, but I feel like you're a little condescending with it in the sense of, I don't, you're not. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm actually really close to tears and I don't know why. Maybe because I feel like something that can be a step forward is still going to be used as a joke that men are going to play on women and still be like, oh, yeah, I just, I don't, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good yet. It doesn't, it's, I don't know. It's not okay. But it's not it's what okay. it is. It's a step and we'll tough, definitely take that step and keep going. Do you feel like I minimized it with a some little of bit. my comments and some of my joking? Yeah. But I think 
we also have to be patient with that too. You said that aloud because it has been so taboo and so hidden and so sexualized that you got to cut the guy some slack too while they adjust. I think you're definitely more. (sighs) Yeah. Anyways. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It just does. It sucks. Like I said, that it's even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Women should simply have the same ability that men do. And it should have never even been an, been an issue. It's, it's rights. Yeah. Same. All of that. And it goes same for men. They should have. Like you can say something as simple as a paternity leave. Maternity leave. Even though maternity isn't even a... But guys don't. When it comes time to... Like for instance, like this is different. But a child coming into the world um men are expected to go smoke a cigar and get back to work and not really have any emotions with it or ties and that's that's not okay and that's just one example of it needs to be leveled out on both sides more for the women but definitely the both sides it doesn't mean you ignore one just because they're in the lead i think it needs to be leveled out everywhere balance right I fucking hate that word balance. <laughs> it is like let's call such it ball a trigger. Ball on say. Ball on say. <laughs> Excuse me, everything be fine if we just get all balanced. If we have some more ball on say. Ball on say. Yeah. Well, I had another topic that has been percol- percolating in my in my think tank. What you got? That I call my head. <laughs> And because um, I recently was in New York for, it wasn't the first time that I had been to New York State, but it was the first time that I had gone to like New York City. New York City. It's the only thing I hear when I say it. <laughs> and um, so it was the first time that I'd been there and I was only there for a few days and I'm good now. I don't need to go back. And I wasn't even technically in New York. I was in Brooklyn, which <clears throat> doesn't make any sense to me, I guess. I guess it's kind of like... You went to Salt Lake City, but instead you were really just in West Jordan. That's probably the same thing. Um, and for people that are like, what are you talking about? Like West Jordan is a a suburb of Salt Lake City or a, what were they called? What is it called? It's like a separate city, but they're adjacent to one another. And they're not even Sister cities. Sister cities. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, when I was there, I was thinking about I've been thinking about actually for quite a while, um, Los Angeles and New York and the, um, like the mentality of those two locations and the way that they are seemingly responsible for a lot of different things that shape culture in this, uh, society that we live in. And I think it is also like seemingly... Um, like, I, I, I don't think it's as real as we think it is. Like, I don't think they're as important as they think they are. And I'm not talking about like the individual people. I'm talking about like the, the mindset that somehow, you know, that they shape cultural norms or accepted things in society and that they're responsible for steering the ship in a sense, um, wherever this country is headed. And I'm not doing a good job of explaining exactly kind of my thought process around this, but I think it's really bullshit and it doesn't make any sense to me. And I think it's very silly that that is a thing, right? Like those two polar opposites of the country, they're on complete opposite sides of the country. Um, And yes, they are heavily densely populated areas. So they have a lot of people there, but the, like the the things that they create, the things that come out of, you know, LA and New York, like entertainment wise, those are like the two capitals for the country. And they do create a lot of wonderful entertainment for the world to partake of. But they're so far, like, they're so far over on one end of the spectrum when it comes to cultural norms, when it comes to what's acceptable, when it comes to... um how they choose to 
see, I'm, I'm do, I'm, I'm, the reason this is difficult for me to talk about or try to explain is because I'm talking about a big chunk of society and speaking about it as a, almost like as an individual. I'm not talking about an individual person, obviously. So like the stereotype of these two cities and the way that they shape, um, thought and social norms and what's acceptable, right? I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like any of it. And I think there's a ginormous, like, it's easy for me to visualize because they are on two opposite ends of the country on, and they're not even on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to like, uh, viewpoints or belief systems. They fall typically on the same side on a lot of topics and a lot of different things, right? But it's this huge chunk of land in between those two points with way more people in between those two points that go unnoticed. And uh, do you know what I mean? And I think that those people in the middle of the country are probably way more in the middle and balanced, level-headed and focused and not thinking that... Like I'm trying to think of an example to to highlight what I'm talking about. And some of the things that are coming up that I think are examples are, um, all the stuff surrounding, uh, like gender and, um, what is okay and pronouns and, um, all of that kind of stuff. Right. I don't even know how to label that topic, but like you're obviously well, you're far more likely to find um, gender neutral bathrooms on in LA and New York than you would be, you know, in Texas or something, some middle of the place in the middle of the country. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Now I'm confused where you're going with it. Okay. Because I'm just rambling. No, no, no. Keep like... I'm just trying to. I was trying to come up with a, a, a thing to to point to what the broader thing is that I'm talking about. So there, I feel like the the cultures that exist in those two states or in those two cities are on one really far end of the spectrum. Are, are you? Go ahead. Are you? Are you not a? Um, I'm pretty. See, this is where I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that I know the answer. I think you're okay. I don't think, not okay, like, oh, you tolerate it. Look at you being all civil and human. Like, I don't think you have an issue with unisex bathrooms and whatever gender and whatever pronoun. I don't think you have an issue with it. But the way you kind of broach that kind of sounds like, oh, the middle's better because you can get these on the city. So I know that's not what you're saying. That's why I'm confused. Like, I have where a you huge going? issue. Do you? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am okay. fed up with men having bathrooms to themselves <laughs> all these years. No. Um, no, I was trying to just come up with a topic or something that I could pinpoint that would highlight what I'm talking about a little bit. And I didn't do a good job. You shifted. Like I thought you were trying to like bring like how in the middle, what it has to offer and then the balance that it has. But then it kind of sounded like, I don't know, I got confused. Well, as you were talking, I got, it kind of became clear to me what my issue is. Okay. And it is the seeming importance to what they place upon these things. And then how if you disagree or if you don't, not even even disagree, but if you don't think they're that important, then that's a big deal. Like, I really don't think that bathrooms are that important. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Explain. So this is silly. This isn't a good thing to use in context to try to frame this thing, this thought in my head, but whatever. Sorry, um, I just don't understand what you're no, saying. No, you're okay. So like, yes, I'm 100% in support of like general neutral bathrooms and however you want to identify, whether you want to identify as gender neutral or if you, like I'm 100% in support of all of those things and not from the standpoint of like you're saying like oh I'm accepting of them but really deep down inside I think they're crazy not at all I am supportive of all of it I just don't think it's that big of a deal I don't understand 
Like, I don't care where you piss or shit. I don't care if you come and piss and shit in my bathroom or if I go and piss and shit in your bathroom. Okay. I don't care if we have the... It shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. Because it's not a big deal. We don't need to worry about labeling things. Like, we can just put bathroom and take off all the signs from everything. This is the shithole spot and this is the pisshole spot. And this is where you go and do those things. Oh, I'm so glad we clarified. That's not what it, that makes sense. That sounds like you. It do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do now. Like yeah. we have to stand and okay, look, they took down their, their men's bathroom and they put all gender bathroom or whatever the fuck it is that they, I don't care. I don't care if I go and stand at the urinal or in a stall and there's a woman next to me peeing. That doesn't bother me at all. I don't care. I don't think it should be a big deal at all. Now, this makes it sound like I'm very passionate about bathrooms. And <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't want this yeah, topic. I don't care. Okay. What I'm saying is that the standpoints of the way that, like, let's just take. Like how much more evolved they are than us silly middle landers. Yeah. And how much importance they're placing on these things that aren't very important. Right. Where we're using them as one more thing to divide and to draw lines in the sand and to put you on one side and me on the other side. And I think the people that aren't on those ends of the spectrum that aren't going to get all up in arms because I called you he instead of it or whatever pronoun you choose to be recognized as like, that doesn't make me a bad person. I don't, I don't care what you want me to call you. And if I fuck up and call you something different, and I, I hear the side of the argument where it's like, well, you're not really acknowledging them and you're not really, do you know what I mean, valuing their wants and their desires and all of those. I hear the arguments around all of those things. I just feel like there's way more important things that we should be worried about, way more important things that we should be focused on. And not only that, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I think that those people, for lack of a better way to describe them, but the people that resonate and reside and come from those mentalities that take place in Los Angeles and in New York are so disconnected from what it is like in the middle of the country and what people typically generally think and feel and do about certain things in the middle of the country. Do you know what I mean? And I think because they are so heavily densely populated in their little, because they're small, like New York's fucking small. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a tiny, little, tiny blip on the map. There just happens to be way too many people there living on top of one another. Like, hello, idiots, move. Like, why did you all decide to just live on top of each other? That's really dumb. But it's such a small, little, tiny section of the country that people think is so important and that they shape politics and that they shape social norms and cultural advancements and all of these type of big things that are taking place in culture right now. And I think the people outside of those bubbles don't care. And I don't think that, I think they look at people inside of those bubbles as foolish and silly because like, honestly, those things don't really matter to everyday life and the way that you know what I mean the world kind of keeps spinning and keeps moving and they do matter to individuals I'm not minimizing the um, impact that it has on individual people's lives and there's people that have fought for those rights and there's people I mean all of that stuff is very 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 much applicable and justifiable and reasonable and I respect it and I understand it to the degree that I'm capable of understanding it um but it's not important. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I feel super crazy. Oh, no, you're not crazy, babe. I'm just trying to understand. Because, like, it sometimes it's hard for us to get our points across. Yeah, and, I'm doing a terrible job right now. Well, you, you, it may be crystal clear. It may be. <laughs> um, I'm having a hard it's time so <laughs> interpreting it right now because it definitely conflicts with what I feel. I know about you and what I know I know about you to what it sounds like, which is coming through right now. So like, so it's just, I'm just confused, but I also, you know, it just because I'm having a hard time, like I'm a little confused doesn't mean you're 
You're not crazy. You're you're trying to see. Look at how hard I am trying to struggle just the fact to communicate with you that I'm a little confused and maybe your message isn't quite coming through. Maybe it sounds like something. Well, it's not clear over here when it's really not over here. Maybe it sounds. Maybe it sounds pretty. It it might sound jerky, but that's how it sounds to me, and I know that that's not true. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not trying to sound yeah. like a jerk. I know you're not not trying. You're so just the other thing that not one. Um, that was clear to me. I think a dynamic or an aspect, because it's not clear to me what I'm trying to talk about at okay. all. Okay. So I'm doing a wonderful job at describing this not clear thing inside of my head. Um, but I think they're also out of touch with anything that's not inside of their circle. And I'll give you an example, one that's really easy to describe. So I was there and I was talking with some people and I brought up Walmart and I said, you know, this thing you can go typically find at Walmart. And then it like dawned on me because they all kind of just looked at me and I'm like, you guys probably don't have Walmarts anywhere close by. And they're like, yeah, we don't have any Walmarts here. And then they started to like laugh and joke about how fun it is when they get to go to a Walmart. And they're like, I love going to Walmart. Like when, you know, when they've traveled outside of New York in this area and they happened upon a Walmart and it's so fun because they have all these fun things and it's so cheap. And and I'm like, that's a, holy fuck. There like, you go. Get a Sam's Club in New York. Change rule. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a thing that highlights like for probably 95% <clears throat> of the other people that exist in the country, not only know what a Walmart is, but have one within... 20 minutes of their house and shop there on a regular basis. We, we try to avoid ours. So <laughs> I guess we should go live in New York or LA. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's an example of like, I think that they're out of touch with the vast majority with of what is shopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, with like what normal everyday life is yeah. for people. Right. Like for us, it's normal. Yesterday I went to Walmart with Asher. Yeah. It wasn't an experience. It wasn't uh, Oh my God, we're so excited. We're going to go f- walk through Walmart. We just went to fucking Walmart and got shit and then came home. And now granted, I'm out of touch with what that experience is like to be in New York. I have no realization of what that experience is like, right? That was Mm -hmm. the first time that I was there. Everything was new. It was, it was an experience for me. Yeah. Right. But I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I didn't think it was that important. And I didn't think that I thought it was ass, like I thought it was asinine. I didn't resonate with anything there. I didn't yeah. like being there. I'm like, there's too many people. There's too much chaos. There's too much noise. There's just too many things crammed into one little tiny spot. And shit's not working. <laughs> Why are we pretending like this is a functional thing? It doesn't work this way. Um, so yeah, I just think that it's really easy. And let's let's stop trying to compare it to New York and L.A. because the fact is. We all get stuck inside of our own little bubbles mm-hmm. and have a hard time relating with other people and other thought processes and other experiences. So we can just separate from, in my mind, what I'm trying to explain here between Los Angeles and New York and the people that choose to live in those places. And just people in general have a really hard time connecting with other people. And when we get caught up in our own thoughts and our own beliefs of what is important and what is important to us. And we only talk to other people that share those beliefs about what is important to them. And it mirrors what's important to us. Then suddenly that becomes even more important because look, you think that too. And then three people think that and then four and then five. And the next thing you know, everybody that's around you is concerned about plastic straws and how we have to get rid of plastic straws when uh, there's people that are like, what the fuck? who gives a shit about a plastic fucking straw? That isn't going to change anything. And then they're like, oh my God, that dis- like that's horrible of the person to think. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about. Is Meanwhile, that person's trying to figure out how they're going to pay for a gallon of milk or something. Yeah, right. To a point, right? Who can't even afford to go to Starbucks and get the plastic straw that goes in the coffee. They don't give a shit because they're yeah. at home. Do you know what I mean? Drinking so you're talking Folgers. about how are you, where are you stuck in your own private bubble and how can we all expand and maybe yes. allow other people in their bubbles? Yes. And like, how do you recognize that you are in that bubble? And then what do you do to get outside of that bubble? Quit thinking your bubble is better 
than everybody else's? That I, you're the only right bubble? I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about how much I have been. Oh my God. I feel so. <laughs> Isn't it funny when we sit here and record in our bedroom inside mm-hmm. of our house, sitting across from another, you know, like there's literally we can just push stop and nobody will ever hear this besides you and me. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I can edit whatever the fuck I want out of this so that nobody will ever hear it. But um, it still gets so like full of anxiety and stressed out and like, oh my God, what are people going to think about what I've just said and what I'm saying? And I did a terrible job of trying to express myself. And it's so funny when in reality, nothing has been. <laughs> I almost cried talking about boobs. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, No, but I realized that recently I've been thinking about I have been too much in the bubble of like men's work and focused on uh, focused on the experience of what men are feeling and <clears throat> framing a lot of things from that perspective rather than expanding outside of that perspective. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like I think that I think that that's a lot of like the lens of what I'm looking at uh, things through Okay, is with those glasses because that's what makes sense to me. That's what resonates to me. That's what I believe in. That's what I like. Do you know what I mean? And then I'm surrounding myself with people who do the same thing, who think the same way, who are talking the same way. Like there's a whole verbiage and um, language that comes from not just like self-help work, but also like in the space of like emotional health with men, there's a whole, do you know what I mean? You create like anything else, uh, a language that you use to speak about things with one another. And you look so confused. I feel like this makes a lot of sense. Keep talking and then I'll talk. But I just think that I have been uh, too much in that bubble as of late. Okay. And it's causing, I don't want to say it's causing issues because it's a healthy bubble from one side, from one perspective, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I think that I do need to expand outside of that space and look for different ideas, different thought processes, different language, different experiences, different stuff. That isn't so, because I am just looking at everything through those lenses and through those eyes. Like I talked to you this morning about watching Bam Majera on Dr. Phil, mm-hmm. like poor Bam from Jackass. And I watch Bam and I just look at him from the perspective of like men's work and emotional health for a man rather than some other lenses that perhaps I could look at that situation. So you from. look at him compassionately, you dick. <sighs> it's not a bad thing. That's right? my point. But... The fact that I think it's not a bad thing and that I think that (laughs) you dropped dropped your rock. It's okay. I dropped some of my cards earlier. The fact that I think that it's healthy, so then therefore it's okay. Because there's people that I look at who are very much in a bubble who think that the way that they're thinking is healthy and normal and balanced and everybody needs to think that way. And I see it as a you're fucking crazy. Do you know what I mean? I can see that. So just the fact that I think, well, it's not that bad because it's healthy and it's balanced and it's a good way to look at life. I agree that it is, but I also have to stretch outside of that. Okay. And stop like just only looking at life through this lens and through these eyes and through this perspective and surrounding myself with only these guys that are in the space. What else do you want to surround yourself with? I don't know, babe. I have no idea other than just uh, acknowledging and recognition of this experience. Can I say something? Please do, because I feel like I am done talking now. (laughs) Well, no, I don't want you to be done talking, but... um... There's, There's men's work where it is a very much a, come on, you menly men, 
let's let's step up and do some men work. Let's lift things and shoot things and this is how you be a man. Make sure that you're taking out the weaklings and like that's that shit. What you do like is I'm trying to look at your because I'm thinking about some of the guys that I know that you work with. And there is some diversity there. So it's not, so I'm having a, like, you're only this and only this views, like, not like you guys come together with this, but you guys do not all think the same and do not all mirror the same thing. Like you share this point and wanting the emotions to wanting the all of, but you, it is not a singular group. It is very diverse. So that confuses me because the thing you're saying, like being open to expanding and bringing in and looking at different points, you do that. It's, it's doesn't feel like it's a bubble to me, but I might be wrong. And, um, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I had another point that was so intent. Where'd it go? Um, you also, I think, I think the confusion is, is when you want people to, where, where we get the bubble and where we get the, um, the problem is when you want people to validate your ideas and thoughts as, um, like that, that is the way, but I don't, I don't feel like that's usually where you're in a room for expansion. That's usually when you want people to justify your thoughts or actions. So it's like, like safety in numbers in a sense. So where you're like, you're a jerk and somebody agrees with you with your jerky opinion. And then, yeah, that's right. So that's more valid. And then this person agrees with your jerky opinion and that's more valid. But if somebody was to come in and say, what about this? Like, no, that's, that's not what this is. We're, we're supposed to, this is what's acceptable. So I can see that as not, but what I feel like you bring in this idea and people feel good with that. And then they bring in this idea and you will work with that. So it's everybody's contributing different ideas and points of views. So you're, it feels like a bubble, but you're expanding. All of you are expanding your bubbles beyond that because of the diversity. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of confused. And then surrounding yourself with people that care about you and that you build each other up. And it's not a taking other people down, building up. It's building up to build up. That's that's self-love. That's not detrimental. That's a good thing. So, yeah, so I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, why? Like, you're, it doesn't, it, so it doesn't make sense to me that you feel like you're trying to now. No, I agree with everything that you've said. Well, I'm a wise woman. And, but like some of the things that were coming up for me, is I think it's so important, right? I think men's work is so important. Mm -hmm. I think this emotional space of tapping in and connecting to your emotions is so important, mm -hmm. right? And is like really a big game changer for people, for men. Okay. Right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of other people out there that think the exact same way about whatever it is that they're passionate about. Is that okay? That is okay. But what I'm saying Should is- Should they stop? No, not at all. But what I'm saying, like earlier when I was talking about how they think that it's so important that there's recognition for genders in bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a big deal. I guarantee there's plenty of people that think emotional men's work isn't a big deal. So they won't they won't show up for it then? They They won't show up for it then. But I want to see what they see. Okay. I want to know what's important to them. I want to step outside of the space of what I think is so fucking important that I will like stand firm against and be like, this is the thing. I want to be able to see what they see like that. What is so important to them? Because then that is how we can like find common ground, right? It's beautiful. That is how we can learn from one another rather than well, if you don't believe in masculine emotional men's work and getting men to tap into their vulnerability, then you're a fucking idiot and you just don't see what things are important in this world, right? Yeah. So you don't do that? No. So you want to see what they see 
Yes. Which is beautiful. And if everybody did that, wow, that would be amazing. But does that mean you have to stop where you are that you're passionate I don't about? Think I, did I say that I was going to stop or did I insinuate in some way, shape or form? Oh, that's kind of how it sounded like you were like, you need to get away from that. You need to change. That's not, that's too confined. That's too of a bubble. And now it kind of like, I, I, I think I, I just want I to expand my awareness. Okay. Well, that's beautiful. That's like, just say that. <laughs> so this episode could have been five minutes long <laughs> instead of an hour. And I could have just said, Hey baby, uh, I'm thinking about expanding my awareness. You'd be like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a really good Do idea. That. What are you going to look at? I don't know. I just want to start, you know, expanding my awareness. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Definitely title the episode that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're so cute. I think it's just so... This is why it's easy to confuse me. Okay. Because sometimes... Well, if somebody has hung in this episode this long, I'm sure that hopefully they've got some clarity at this point because it was very confusing for like the last 40 minutes. It's like, it's not confusing. (laughs) I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Yeah, but it makes sense now that I've fleshed it out on yeah. the podcast. How beautiful is that? Is I, I think that people are too narrow-minded and think that they are too important. And not they, their beliefs and what they stand for are too important. <clears throat> and it is important. And what you choose to believe in and what you choose to be passionate about is important to you, <laughs> not to other people. And if it's not important to those other people, that's totally fine, right? That's okay. And it's important to try to learn what's important to them. Try to learn what is like passionate for them. What are they excited about? What do they believe strongly in, right? And get to the root of that and try to look at it from their perspective. You don't have to change what's passionate about you and you don't have to change their mind and make them believe Right? You just get the opportunity to see it from outside of your little fucking bubble. And I think what I was saying back originally at the beginning of this episode in relation to New York and LA is I don't think they do that very well. I think culturally, they think their shit's so fucking important and supersedes the importance of other people's passions and beliefs when it kind of doesn't. <laughs> See, I don't look confused anymore, do I? Yeah. Well, I don't feel confused anymore. Yay. So maybe this episode will be titled Confusing. Um, I guess you could. Let confusing me try. Bubble. Let me try it. <laughs> bubble confusion. Bubble I like, confusion. I like bubble confusion. Bubble confusion. Well, anything else, babe, before we wrap up? No, but I'm I'm going to try really hard to... Uh, I'm going to try really hard to write some stuff down because. The only thing I wrote down. Uh Do you remember how I wrote it? Yes. Do I? Do you? Well, I don't remember what you wrote, but I remember (laughs) like you wrote it on your thing and then there was other things and I was laughing at you. The only reminder that I had. uh, Oh, yeah. We got to talk about this on the podcast was boobs in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So that was it. And mission accomplished. (laughs) All right. We talked about the boobs in Utah. Do you, do you want to talk about stretches, how we're doing so far? Oh, yeah. This or episode will be right at the end of September. Yeah. I forgot that was the other thing. Yeah. Uh, we, well, I shouldn't say we. What? I mm-hmm. did not do any of this stretching that I had set out to do at the beginning of this month. With, you did at the beginning? I did for a minute at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the month just went right off the ditch and yeah. exploded into a fiery ball of train wreck. Yeah. So, yeah, September was a wash. And I'm not looking forward to October either. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what you want to do or do you want to try and push October as to picking up September slacker? Is that? No. That just makes me feel more like a loser. Okay. No, we should come up with something different for October. October. How do you feel like you did with yours in in September? Oh, I crashed and burned. Yeah. I started strong and it was just like that, that RPM, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I got this for like four days, five days, maybe a week. I think it was a week. I think so we got like, a weekend. Bam, bam, bam. And then, no. <laughs> and drove the Corvette right <laughs> I, into yeah, the tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I definitely, definitely crashed and burned, but that's okay. That's okay. 
October's a new month. I know, but it's it's a, I I definitely like carrying stuff over. I feel like I can still I can still succeed. I'm not mm. ready to give up. I'll just drag it. Yes, I can take more. Bring it on. So that's why I get carried with so much shit. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to fail. And if I can have it in my head that I still can get to it, I can still succeed. That I'm not failing, and that I'm not a failure. I'm not a loser. Just give me a chance, and I've got like. I don't know, semi-loads of shit behind me that I'm like, I can still do it. (laughs) (laughs) The last six years of stretches. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe, maybe October will be a, a release of release month where we just try not to carry on and failures and, oh, didn't do this and didn't do that. Maybe, maybe October is just a, we let shit go month. That's good. I'm going to try that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That might be good because my insides just went, no. We could do it. We could start by purging from the house. Another purge. It's time for, I don't understand. We purge and then where'd the space go? (laughs) Then we fill it back up with shit. What happened? I'm pretty sure that was almost empty. I'm looking at three pairs of shoes right now I could throw away. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to say you only have three pairs of shoe. I'm like, (laughs) you liar. I'm taking pictures. I have a pair of sandals from uh, 2017 that I probably will never wear again. Yeah, from 2017? Are they the blue ones? Yes. Didn't, what ones got ruined? No, never mind. I don't know. That was a pair of shoes. So let's think on yeah, that. Yeah, let's just focus on Craig's closet. I don't need to worry about stuff. Because <laughs> like, we can't get into Steph's closet. Do you want to mind your business? Do you want to mind your business? I love you so I much. also have your shit in my closet. Yes, you do. So. You do. You very much so, do. And we don't need to talk about the sizes of our closets. I love you. I love you. We'll think about October's and next week on the podcast. Maybe you'll hear what that is. <laughs> if we <laughs> figure it out. I by like then. it. I do too. I, I, think, think, it's I'm, a good I think I'm going to do that. Let's flesh, let's flesh it out let's a little bit more. Out. Okay. I love you. I love you. Ball on say. Ball on say. <laughs> and I don't know how much boobs are going to be out. I am okay. fed up with men having bathrooms to themselves <laughs> all these years. I feel like anything that'll give women the ability to not be minimized is an important thing.